And now, streaming out of Northeast Ohio, representing Marks, Drunks, and a little bit of kayfabe, AIW Fan Club. It's wrestling and podcasting, previewing and reviewing all motherfucking day. People of the world, I give to you wrestling fucking cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you are on 205 Live. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for this Friday's AIW show, Sunny Days. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your ever listeners fine podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose a desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WhatAManeuver.net. Like I said, this is a preview for this Friday's AIW show sunny days and this week we are joined by stacy hey man what's up what is going on how's 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 life for you ah let's not talk about that okay how's <laughs> how's everything else for you everything everything else is great uh can't wait for friday i don't know man it's uh life's an adventure my friend oh yeah another another aiw show we got a lot of aiw shows within us like the past two months and i'm counting august as a whole and um september as a whole yeah i mean it's uh there's a lot of shows um there's you know, two in august and then this is like two weeks later and then there's another one in like two weeks but then and then there's another one in like two weeks so yeah there's a lot of aiw shows but hey man we had a whole year without basically so i'm i'm cool with it yeah and then i think too like at the end of july there was there was two so right just so so much so there's a lot of stuff going on for here for this show but it it, it keeps us busy and then of course too wow one show at the beginning of october yeah that's what i'm saying man it's like every two weeks because there's the winchester show after this one mm-hmm. and then there's the the shrine show and then it seems there's nothing until hell on earth so there's that that break mm-hmm. the october november break which with everything I got going on, thank goodness. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of how uh, I am uh, with like this little, that little break is going to help me getting married at the end of October, having like less shit to worry about. Yeah, man. I got two weddings. I got to move all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. Two wedding invitations on the same day. <laughs> I did. They both showed up to my house the same day. Yeah. Pam Different to- days for the weddings. So yeah. That yeah, works out. Thankfully. Like I, Pam told me that like she, which you got the mail that I was like, two on the same day and like she's like blown away 
Yeah, it was strange. At least it wasn't on the same day. I kind of knew they were coming, but I didn't expect them to both show up that day. Yeah. Only imagine him and I were getting married on the same day. Oh, well, luckily that's not a choice that has to be made. Yeah, thankfully. I mean, Trevor would have to have a match. That's between you two. I know. <laughs> Not to say I would, but it 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 is what it is. But we're uh, that October break is is gonna feel a little nice. I'm kind of trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do with this show. I want to get an interview planned for that week, or maybe the week after that I have done way ahead of time. But we'll see. I can tell you what I'm doing with my show. Not having it. Uh, there's probably going to be like two months where I don't have a show, which I mean, in fairness for super fantastic, people won't even notice. <laughs> That's just like normal schedule. Basically. I think for me, cause I've like, this show is like four years old. I want to say, yeah, four years old. And for most of this four years, I've had a show every single week and I'm kind of particular about staying on that schedule. Super fantastic is like three and a half years old. And uh, I think, I think. Three and a half could be. Yeah. And there's no way it's as old as your show. Uh, but, but there have been long stretches <laughs> where, where there haven't been shows. So, you know, the least consistent podcast. I think for that record, I think I just feel like if I miss a week that what week will turn into more and I just go downhill. But I don't know. That's that's inside my uh, my mind on on stuff. Yeah, man. If I if I worried about that shit, uh, my show would have been gone a long time ago. I think part of it for me is the fact that the Ohio Indy report was very uh, inconsistent. I think the last year that it was the Ohio Indy report, we might've had one or two episodes. That was it out of a whole year. Just didn't stop. Well, I've, I've never been that bad. <laughs> I mean, my life was diff- way different back then, but yeah, it kind of started with the same thing. of like, we, we were doing previews and reviews every month and then that turned into just reviews. And then when I went over the road, it was like, oh, I can't really do all the recording and yeah just next thing i knew i was doing like maybe one or two shows a year always did at least always did a preview for absolution hey maybe next year we actually get an absolution that'd be something i mean well with uh the hell on earth coming up that's kind of like going back into the official schedule i mean if you want to count rager as going back in the official schedule i could i can accept that too but definitely hell on earth will be a big one yeah i don't i i think hell on earth is the point where you say that you're back into a real schedule with with hell on earth happening, I expect a gauntlet for the gold. That's that's where I'm at. Like that's the show I fucking miss. So when that when I see that come back, that's when I know shit's back to normal. I mean, not to to get ahead of ourselves, but hell on earth sixteen, uh, East Lake Ohio, Psycho Clown. Yeah, that's coming. That is a thing. That's a real fucking thing. That building looks fucking enormous. I have not looked it up yet. I need to do. I that. did. Because I'm a fucking weirdo, and I always, if there's a new building, I have to fucking look and see and fucking scope shit out because I, my brain has a fucking deficiency where I have to do that shit. But a building looks fucking enormous. It's like in the middle of an industrial park. I don't know. I'm excited. It could be Volleyball Cavern Part 2, or it could be really fucking cool. That's what I was thinking, because the funny thing is with the Volleyball Cavern is, well, Ohio Nets moved, and when they were at their previous location... Before the one we went to, that's what it was. It was in the middle of an industrial park. Right. Well, there's only so many places those kind of buildings are. You know what I mean? And usually it's in a fucking industrial park. Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. Yeah, I haven't looked at where where it's at, what's close to it. I still think one of my favorite things about Ohio Nets was the fact that Sheets was right next door. I mean, it worked out really good for everybody who wanted to drink on the down low. Now, there was a hell of a line and it wasn't for food. (laughs) 
I remember waiting for food after the show with Nick Gage, Wheeler Yuta, and I want to say Tim Thomas was there too. That's something I hadn't thought about in a while until I just started thinking about that sheets and then that show. So like every day when I work, I throw on a uh, an AIW show on IWTV and have a play on the other side of the room in the background. And I threw that show on the other day. And I forgot how good that show was mm-hmm. uh, because in person, I hated it. Like, I just I couldn't see from where I was sitting and it sucked. But like, I went back and rewatched it and that show was really fucking good. Well, let's talk about this show. And we have one special guest, two debuts. I'm personally looking forward to all three of them. Is the one a debut? Uh, are you questioning Anthony Green? I am. I think with Anthony Green, technically it's a debut because we're not counting. He was, a, I guess he was a ref at one point and he did work AIW. I only questioned it because he questioned it on Twitter. I, I don't know. But I, I think that's why he was questioning because he was like, well, I've been to AIW. I mean, granted, he was a ref, but, you know, yeah, is, is it a debut? Technically, I've been there. So, but as a wrestler, as this version of Anthony Green, like it's a it's a debut, right on. But yeah, looking forward to all three of them. I got things to sign for Sonny, uh, freaking Alex Zane. Just the fact that he, you know, this is his first show back. I didn't realize that until last week. Like I, you know, just figured a lot of these guys are out already doing shows here and there, and then he posted his schedule and like this is the first date. This is him coming oh, back. Him. Yeah. So watching that dude like go to where he was like just starting to make it before WWE and, and all this and now coming back um, I'm pumped and I, Anthony Green was also a dude that I always liked but because I never saw him live like I didn't have the same connection so now that we are going to see him in person like I think it's going to be really fun yeah I think the only place I ever really saw him <clears throat> because I didn't admittedly watch a lot of his era of 205 live I, I saw some of it but uh, most of what I've seen him at I think is beyond before he got signed yeah, I think he he was a pretty regular at Beyond. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be good. It's uh, it's like AIW's 205 Live this show, mm-hmm. but with like one 305 Live. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we'll we will get into that. Like this, this is a pretty good AIW card on paper. I mean, you have the, some of the names coming in, and then uh, being uh, Alex Zane and. Anthony Green, you, when I say names, just more or less people who are coming in, maybe special tracks, and that's kind of, the kind of way to put it. You have AIW staples in some of these matches. Um, like when they, a lot of these got announced, I was like, oh shit. Even the, fuck, I even you know, forget the fact of, you know, the 305 Live you mentioned of, you know, Rhino. Yeah, Rhino's kind of a big fucking deal too. You know, he is the, the last official ECW champion. Yeah. Maybe? Although at the time, I didn't know a lot of people who thought he was that big of a deal. Rhino kind of became a bigger deal after ECW folded than he was when he was there. Yeah. I mean, Paul definitely pushed him, but I just remember being like a, a kid at ECW shows and not digging Rhino. Like, I thought about this yesterday after I, I saw that he had, he was announced for the show. I, I don't know for sure if I ever saw him during his WWE run. I may have been at a show that him and Heath Slater were on together, but if not... I think the last time I saw Rhino was at an ECW show at the Agora, <laughs> like before ECW folded. Like, a, 
an ECW Agora house show, like right towards the end uh, when he was champ. I remember my dude Ezra spit on him. <laughs> so it's probably been like, you know, 20. It's been definitely 20 plus years, I think, since I saw Rhino wrestle in person. I'm trying to remember the last time I seen him wrestle in person. Maybe I want to say it might have been the House of Hardcore show. Oh, shit. You know what? He might have been on a House of Hardcore show I went to. Did you go to the Cleveland one? No, I went to one in Pittsburgh, but I think he might have been on. No, you know what? I think that was that awful fucker, Bull Dempsey. I think he was on it, not Rhino. I don't think they were both on it. I would have to look. I don't care enough to look. I don't think I saw Rhino on that, but I might have. If I've seen him live and it wasn't like somehow I was at a show that him and Heath Slater tagged on for wwe during that like little period uh then it was definitely a house of hardcore show but i don't think so i think the last time i saw him was that old ecw show yeah i want to say that was the last time i seen him was the house of hardcore show in cleveland and that was i want to say 2016 yeah it sounds right because in my head biggins was alive oh yeah no it was that time period yeah 2016 yep he was in that's exactly what i thought i just pulled it up here he was in the main event EC3 defeated Rhino and Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, and that was around the same time that I went to the one in Pittsburgh, like within either a, a week or a month. Or it was it was during that same run. So I don't know if, but I don't remember if Rhino was on the, the one I went to. I guess Cage Match would fucking tell me. Was that the one that was the show with IWC? Yeah. Yes. He was on that? Yep, main event. I know why you didn't, uh, you didn't uh, remember him. Why? Because of his opponent. Oh, his award low? <laughs> no, not Wardlow. Uh, another uh, wrestler from Ohio that you don't like. Oh, I, I don't know. I was gonna be like, does that not narrow it down? No, <laughs> it really doesn't. Sammy. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I'm sure my brain just blocked that whole mess out. So yeah, I guess the last time I saw him was much more recent than that old ECW show. Oh, the match that Wardlow was in. Ugh. I, I like one of his tag team partners. I don't like the other one. Oh, I don't refresh my memory. What was the what was he even in? Uh, was Team Labar him? Oh Jesus! Well, that already tells me I didn't like it. <laughs> it was Wardlow, RJ City, and Dylan Bostic. Hold on, I saw RJ City wrestle. If it's the same show you went to in Elizabeth, PA. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. IWC House of Hardcore Twenty. They RJ def- City was on that team with Wardlow. So imagine that's how fucking awful Wardlow used to be. <laughs> that the only thing I remember about that match is that Wardlow was the fucking worst wrestler I had ever seen. Like he was just not good. Um, the amount of better that dude got is so impressive. I I don't even I can't even put it into words. Uh, that he was absolutely one of the worst wrestlers I had ever seen on that show. Just fucking terrible. I can only imagine what the Alex Reynolds versus Dan Barry versus John Silver match was like. Uh, probably good. I don't. It doesn't stand out, but I, I bet it was good. Mm-hmm. I remember Tony Nese was in a good match. Whatever match Tony Nese was in, I remember it was good. M Dog Twenty. Uh, there you go. <laughs> they also had a match uh, right before that at AIW. Not AIW, but uh, the Cleveland House of Hardcore show. Yeah. No, that explains it. Yeah, that that match was very good. That one stands out in my memory as being very good. So yeah, you you have seen uh, Rhino like sooner than you. Uh, I have, you thought, yeah. and I've seen RJ City wrestle more than once, which is amazing to me. Yeah. I thought the only time I had seen him wrestle was at old. I think that's the only time I seen him wrestle too. Which technically isn't RJ City, but 
Kind of, sort of. Sort of. Just not a city. It's a metropolis. Nope. It is. <laughs> a, a whole ass metropolis. Ah, so yeah. And I think too, and as this will fit even uh, better for me for this show, like I was going to wear my Chris Candido shirt because I actually did buy it from Sonny. Anytime I've wore that in front of an ECW legend, they fucking love it. So I think Rhino's going to get a kick out of it. Oh, nice. All right, let's... Uh, You're going to get one of them bed selfies with Sonny? <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's going to be for sale at the show. That might be like an extra you got to pay for, but... <laughs> yeah. You have to pay extra to go back to her hotel room for the for Some this photo do. session. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people do. Okay, just just imagine for a second. If, uh-huh. they, if they tried to do that at the Odeon, that in bed fucking picture like where the fuck would it go no <laughs> do you think come on man come on no I, what i'm saying is like i'm i'm like picturing a bed at the odin like you know how bad that corner is where all the fucking merges and then you put a bed in the middle of oh, it oh well i mean just even the idea of trying to do that fucking bed spot anywhere is dumb nobody's bringing a bed anywhere no that's a that's a fucking weirdo creep hotel room thing paying for a picture in the hotel room if you if you get there by your own means so be it but paying for pictures in a hotel room is fucking weird yeah. like that's a really fucking weird picture like a picture where you pretend that you had sex with someone i mean fuck a weird picture i understand it to a point like yeah. i the, um, of the idea that like oh like everybody always wanted to do this and this is like the quote closest you could get to it okay like from my 10 year old self telling me that i think that would have been cool but as an adult, it's like, yeah, I'm not 10 anymore. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. I feel like that's a for those who can do kind of situation. You know what I mean? Like, that would be like if you got a picture where you're dressed up in like a fucking bulls uniform and you're standing there with all of them with like their rings, right? Like, you didn't you didn't play on that team. I don't know. I just I feel like that's I don't know. That's a weird picture. Getting a picture with Sonny's fine. People should go get a bunch of fucking pictures with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I love that John's bringing in all the old fucking nineties WWE ladies. It's fucking fantastic. I hope it continues. I know there are reasons people don't like Sunny. That's fine. Mm-hmm. If you don't like Sunny, and I, I understand the reasons, many of them very good. Yep. Uh, if you don't if you don't like her, guess what? Don't go take a fucking picture with her. Yeah. But there are plenty of people who will, and that's fine. People need to calm down. Yeah, I've heard and read a lot of people's thoughts on having her there and definitely very problematic. And the way I kind of look at it very selfishly, I will admit, is like, I want her there because I got a Raw magazine that I really want her to sign. And I wanted her to sign for literally a decade. I did actually, I, I had a shirt of hers that I wanted her to sign, but I got tired of waiting and I sold it to a thrift store jobber a number of years ago and he sold it for way more, which that was perfectly fine. I cut him a good deal, but they didn't have a prison. They didn't have like a prison program where you could send the shirts in and she could sign them. She might've been out of prison at that time. I can't remember. Just it, it happens in and out so much. Just it's hard for me to remember where she does was that, at that point. Does that Twitter exist? I know the one for Teddy Hart exists. Like is Teddy Hart in jail? Is there is Sunny in jail Twitter? There needs to be. If she seems a- to have stayed out. I'll say this. If she and like knock on wood, uh, <laughs> If if she stays out of jail until Friday and she's actually there, that will break a thing I said when John first announced this show, which was like, ah, people are 
there's like a, a minority of loud motherfuckers who are causing a a little ruckus about this, but they can shut up. I mean, she'll probably be in jail by then anyway. <laughs> um, she has she has thus far proven me wrong. So hopefully, uh, hopefully she continues to prove me wrong, and she's there on Friday for people to to show up and get pictures with her not in her hotel room. <laughs> but I got stuff that I want her to sign. But you know, after Friday, you know, if she shows up and I get that stuff signed kind of don't give a fuck about her anymore <laughs> just like all right thanks bye um you don't have to show up at an aiw show ever again i'm fine with that man isn't she like the fucking commissioner well yes but we also have a part owner chess flexor and he hasn't been used in a number of years busy man must be doesn't have doesn't have time for aiw so yeah the <laughs> we got those three guests and um i'm really pumped for it yeah, yeah, I, I think the sunny thing will be fine. I think it's people need to settle down, like I said. And in, in trade, you have fucking Rhino. If you don't want to spend your money on Sunny, spend your money on Rhino. Spend your money on whoever. Spend your money on fucking Lee Moriarty. How much longer is he going to be around? Yeah. Spend money on uh, Alex Zane, Anthony Green, PME. Um spend money yeah spend money on fucking local people if if that's the message you want to send if you're like well, we don't want sunny here buy shut off Derek. you know what i mean yeah that's you know it's it's whatever man there's she ain't the first plot problematic person in wrestling she ain't gonna be the last man yeah. you know uh is is whatever man but she's gonna be there keeping my hope alive that this 90s wwe ladies tour can continue straight through to lita at some point are we gonna build up to it like we're gonna have ivory in akron we're gonna have jacqueline sure. at hell on earth i'll take it molly holly bring in molly holly Ooh, at some fuck point. Yeah. i don't feel like molly holly is gonna be much of an after party goer but um, <laughs> i just i want it all to lead up to a point where like i want to will into existence that on one show we get lita as like the guest and Danny Doring in to work the show so that they can revisit their ECW pairing from back in my childhood. And if we can't have roadkill, we can have the dream of Levi and Doring with Lita with them. It's the closest thing I'll get to my favorite <laughs> tag team ever again. Uh, it needs to be a thing. Fingers crossed for absolution. If I had Paul Greer or Goldstein's money, I would have already paid for this shit to happen. Take out a loan. No. <laughs> no. Well, Josh can get the hookup on uh, Doring. He should He should just pay for that part. Dude, Doring is just that picture the other day. Doring still looks like he can go. Him and Guido in that picture together. Mm-hmm. Kind of miss Uncle Guido. Yeah, he's due for an AIW show. He's like a spring guy, though. We yeah. can only get him in the spring. Oh, because of fucking Jaylet. Right. Well, well, I mean, he weekend. was here for other shit before. Yeah. He was here for that Goldhorn Brewery show. But that's because that was on Memorial Day. Like, I was thinking the original. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He's, he is just like a Memorial Day guy. Because I want to say that show happened because <laughs> Guido thought there was a show that day or something. Because he was always coming in for fucking Jaylet. Yeah. And didn't that show happen, like, during Double or Nothing or whatever? Like... I can't remember if it was during or right before. Yeah. Real compelling talk to get people to come out to the fucking show this weekend. Talking about shows that ain't fucking happened or things that aren't fucking happened. We talked about the guests, though. We did. So what matches we got on this motherfucker, Justin? 
Uh, let's start with the uh, first one that was announced. Anthony Green versus Lee Moriarty. Woo! Yeah, I'm, if you're going to like start anything with matches, like this was like the perfect fucking start. Uh, so, man, you can put Lee Moriarty with anybody, and I'm going to be like, well, that's a fucking really good match. People should, people should be very excited about it. In this case, people should be very fucking excited about it. Uh, if this match had actually been on 205 Live, that shit might have been successful. I didn't think 205 Live was real. It's absolutely real. I watched it. It was not that part of it, but I mean, at one point, it was definitely real. It has a hat. It has to be. I'm pretty sure I saw professional referee Jake Clemens on it once. Are you sure? Because I've heard things about NXT UK, too, and I don't believe that's real either. Yeah, well, that one I'm not so sure about. I know there's a belt. Like, I've seen the belt. It's very nice. Um, I've, the only time I've ever seen it is when Walter has it, or I guess now with Dragunov. But yeah, I don't. NXT UK might be uh, something that's pretend, but I'm pretty sure 205 Live was real. I just remember it as a tournament, and then like it just disappeared after that. Ah, that was different. That was the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, that's right. That's what is what it was called. It was because I I know because I liked it. I watched it, watched all of that thing, and we get our own little corner of the Cruiserweight Classic that never was on this show. This match is going to be fucking great. Lee just had a match with Janela who. I mean, not a slight on Janela, but he ain't had a lot of good TV matches <laughs> in his AEW run. Uh, his match with Lee on Dark might be the best match that has ever been on Dark. Better watch out. Really good. Better watch what we say about Janela. He might threaten to slap you. Ah, Janela ain't gonna threaten to slap me. He's he's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm agreeing with you of what you were saying earlier. Of you know, will you announce Lee in any match? Like we're gonna get excited for it. Yeah. Because I'm a realist, and I realize the, these. this is enjoy it while you have it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. enjoy it while it's here. There's only so many AIW Lee Moriarty matches left. There's only so many. I hope there's a bunch. I hope I'm as wrong as I could fucking be. And wherever he ends up, they're like, you know what? You can keep going back to AIW. Just keep going back. But I doubt it. I feel like, you know, we're on a, we're on a fucking clock. And I'm going to enjoy every motherfucking Lee match that I can get while he's still here. I totally agree. And then, like, too, it's going to be, the like I said, the debut in AIW of Anthony Green. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big match. That match could headline shows fucking wherever. That match could be a fucking TV on TV. This is a match that could and should be on national television. And you get it in the Odeon. That's why people should buy tickets, show up to the show, and and watch it but if not maybe you live too far away watch it on iwtv iwtv costs 10 fucking dollars mm -hmm. for a whole ass month where you can go watch a bunch of other good shit iwtv man i sound like such a fucking shill on this show but it's it look man it's i ain't nobody giving me any money i don't get no perks from <laughs> iwtv it's just real it's fucking ten dollars and you get live shit pretty regularly there's a catalog full of just ridiculous shit to watch. If you if you can't like look, man, there's a bunch of different reasons why if somebody's like, "Oh, I'm not going out to wrestling shows right now." That's fine. If you're still not comfortable going out to shows, totally understand. Pay $10, be young ed, and don't fucking go to the show that was made for you. <laughs> pay, pay you $10 and watch from home. Uh I encourage everybody. If you're not coming to this show, I it'd be cool if you did. But if you don't, watch the shit because it matters like the live watches matter so uh if friday night you ain't gonna be at the odeon best be on your couch or your phone in front of your computer 
wherever the fuck you are with some IWTV on it. All right, who do you got in this match? Lee. Okay, this is how I'm looking at it. I pick Lee a lot in matches, and he, and lo- he loses. And he loses. Yeah. <laughs> so for that, I'm picking Anthony Green. That's probably the smart choice. It's probably the absolute smart choice, but I can't pick against Lee. There's just certain people I can't pick against. I know how good Lee is. I always want Lee to win. Always going to pick Lee. All I will say is if Lee wins, I'm going to say that this logic works. What? That you picking against him means he wins? Yes. I was going to say, because me picking him certainly does not fucking mean he wins. Because that has been proven false. I, I'm, I would have to double check the records. But I swear, every time I've picked him to win, he fucking loses. Like, I know the Alex Shelley matches. Like, I think I picked him to lose or win the matches he lost. Yeah, I don't know. Lee's my pick. I could be wrong, but Lee's my pick. Lee's the pick of my heart. (laughs) But I have to, I'm going to say Anthony Green, so Lee wins. All right, let's move on to the next match. I'll admit, when this first got announced, I looked at it wrong and I thought it was a tag team match. And I was like, ooh. That should be interesting. Then I realized it was a fatal forward. I'm like, ooh, that's even better. M Dog Matt Cross versus Chase Oliver versus Alex Zane versus Gringo Loco. 205. 205. <laughs> 205. Yeah, if uh, going back to what you were saying earlier, if you don't want to spend money on Sonny, spend money on M Dog Matt Cross. He's got a lot of good shit and he's going to be selling it. Fuck yeah, spend money on Gringo Loco. Okay, When's well, the last time Gringo Loco was here? Has he. He's been here since the Odeon, right? I don't know that to be true. COVID has really fucked up my perception of a lot of these shows. I'm like, fuck. I remember him a lot. A lot at Mount Carmel. Because he, he was at Mount Carmel a lot. But now I'm like, shit. When was the last time he said, all right. This so is- here's the thing. I have a memory of him one time coming out to the wrong music. No, yeah. By, by the wrong music, I mean whatever his current music is that's not Mr. Miyagi. Uh, and I don't remember where that fucking was. And that could have been at the Odeon, but he definitely has not been a regular while AIW has been at the Odeon. Mm-hmm. Not like he wasn't Mount Carmel. Like Gringo Loco was somebody that you could basically count on almost every show that he was going to be on it. Mm-hmm. And that has drastically changed. So I am very excited to see him back. And hopefully he uses Mr. Miyagi like you're supposed to when you're at AIW. Oh, I think he hasn't. He has not been at the Odeon because he hasn't been at AIW. Well, I'll get to that. He hasn't been at AIW this year, obviously. He wasn't at AIW in 2020. Well, right. Very few people were. Yeah. Uh, He was at AIW in 2019, and it was only one show, and that was Gauntlet for the Gold 14, and that was at your favorite venue. The cat piss place. Yeah, cat piss. Actually, that's yeah. that's the cat piss show. I yeah, think. it is. Yeah, yeah. Because the the show with Billy Kidman, I forget the name off the top of my head. I seven year itch. Seven year itch was the good one, aka the one where it didn't smell like cat piss. Oh no 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 no. So I so yes, it was the good one in that it didn't smell like cat piss. But that gauntlet for the gold was the better show that happened in that building. I'm I'm going by. The cat piss part. Oh, well, I mean, the cat piss was. Yeah. I mean, that gauntlet was great, but. That gauntlet gave us that fucking forever image of Razor Sharp coming out <laughs> with like those guys in the ring. It's like a fucking Renaissance painting. 
That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Somebody had a baby. I think they gave the baby to Spider Nate Webb. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds right. So yeah, show fuck, a blur. fucking we haven't seen Cranko Loco since uh, DJ Z's last match in AIW. That's fucking crazy. Wow. And maybe that was this was the show that it was played wrong. The wrong music was played. I that c- might be. That might be the one. That might have been no Mr. Miyagi. That might be the one. Uh, this match is going to be fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. Like every dude in this match can go like go, go. I cannot wait for this match. M-Dog, I've never seen M-Dog have a bad match, ever. I, I, it's pretty clear what I think of Chase. Yeah. I, he's he's like 1B for me to fucking Lee Moriarty. And the I, Chase is really fucking good. Very, very, very fucking good. Uh, Alex Zane, obviously, pretty fucking good. And then Gringo Loco. It's just, this match is wild. If you can't enjoy this match, I don't know. I don't know what's up. I don't know if you must have bad taste in wrestling. Do you know that Gringo Loco hasn't had a singles match in AIW since JLIT 2018? I did not know that, but that does not surprise me. Because he was in a tag team for a long time. Uh, and then he, you know, he's a guy that's a pretty natural fit for these fucking bananas scramble matches. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like 2018, he was in one four-way, three six-ways. And pretty much the only reason why there was a singles match is because it was the first round of the JLIT. So obviously, one on one singles, right? So yeah, that's. I just had to look at like his other uh, the year prior, how many times he was at AIW, and yeah, that's that's what we we know him for. So him coming back in a four way match against these competitors, you know, fucking Alex Zane, someone who you know got that little taste of WWE, but his style matches with everybody here, especially what he was doing before he got signed. Chase yeah. is somebody who's really reestablishing his I don't even say reestablishing his name he is making a new name for himself this match is a big fucking deal for Chase Mm -hmm. huge fucking deal the talent that he's in that ring with that he gets to shine that he gets to fucking show that he can hang with those dudes Mm -hmm. big fucking deal huge fucking platform for him uh I hope it doesn't freak him out you know what I mean yeah like because that's it's a big deal right uh but man so so fucking good so happy for him man for all the shit that kid's been through with injuries and just like freak fluke weird shit with injuries this is like a payoff for that where like this is the kind of match where you can really see what the fuck chase oliver can do i think people forget like there was when him and trey were a tag team man they were fucking wild oh god yeah like like just did fucking wild shit and like he still can do all that fucking wild shit and more and looks like a million fucking dollars now. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's fucking big match for him. This this is the match that for me, like different people are going to have the match that's like, oh, I can't believe this fucking match on the show. This is the one for me. This is the one where I'm going to sit back and just be like, holy fucking shit, because I have no idea what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be fucking wild. Oh, and th- then in this match, you got this one guy, um, M dog. Um, yeah. Kind of a, kind of a big deal. Just a little bit. Kind of, kind of done a lot of stuff. Been a lot of places. Or certain place, uh, certain place. He's like the longest reigning champion ever. Like maybe in, maybe in history. Maybe. I mean, I mean, figure that's like the thirties and still champion now. So yeah, these these four in this match is fucking insane. Like like I said, when I first looked at this, for some reason I thought tag team match. 
and then I, I, and, I double checked. And if it was, it. that would be fine. But. Oh God, yeah, fucking the way it's set up on the graphic, M Dog and Chase versus Zane and Gringo. Ooh, yeah, that would be fine. But this is better. Okay, oh yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take a fucking four way. Yeah. Oh, and since far as I know, he listens. Chase, uh, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, for real, man. Like, actually, if you listen to this, do do not take any of this as like some kind of weird pressure. Just go out there and fucking kill it. You're really good. Just do what you do. All right, who you got in this match? Chase Oliver. Yeah, I'm gonna go Chase Oliver too. Though I could easily see any of these guys winning, and like really not having an issue with it. Fuck yeah, any of these guys could win. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm I'm going with what I want to see. I'm not going with what I think will happen with any of these. I'm going with what I want to see, and what I want to see is Chase win. I agree. Let's uh, move on to the next match. Next up, we have nine to five versus members only. Uh, members only is a tag team that's new out of the uh, AIW Training Academy. I don't have their names memorized just yet. Do you? Come on, Summers. No, come I, on. I, Did you prepare for your show? Yeah, the same way I always do. Well, that's not saying much. Come so, on. Sorry? I'm going to give you a minute. I'm going to give you a minute to look because it's not like we're live. Look the men's names up, Summers. As I try to pull back back up the uh, AFW cage match because I do know they have had one match so far. They have. They got to make their debut in Canton. Calvin G. Lewis and Malcolm Cambridge. There you go. A little bit, a little bit of a step down from their first match only because, you know, the, their first match was against uh, PME. It was. You get the champs your first time out. Uh, but you know what, man? They shined in that first match. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, they own that spot when they're in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't seem too big for them. They didn't seem, like, nervous. It was good. I'm excited to see them with some veterans, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't get much more veteran than the guys that they're in there with. Uh, so, and this could be, this is really good. This is another thing where, like, you know, that other match is a big deal for Chase. This is a big deal for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Lewis Linden, for as much as I did not dig his previous uh, character, so to speak, in AIW, uh, he he was the measuring stick, you know? He was he was the guy mm-hmm. for a long time, uh, much to the chagrin of certain barefooted stoners. Uh, <laughs> but so that's a big deal um, for these guys. And I I can't wait to see what they do. I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be really good. I think you can say what you want about Lewis Linden, but if you really look at his history and everything, like when it comes to tag team wrestling, that's something that he is very good at. And something, yeah. something yeah. that he probably just isn't credited for enough. But if there's anybody that, you know, these two should be in the ring with, it's him. And I think, I think this is going to be really interesting because Outside of, you know, the Canton Street show, we don't know that much about these guys. And now they're going up against a tag team that uh, I don't think anybody really likes in AIW. Well, you know, if there's a way to get yourself over with a crowd, (laughs) it's to wrestle against nine to five. Mm -hmm. Uh, That fucking theme music. So the first time it happened, I hated it. And you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. But I've quickly grown to love it because of how much everybody hates it. Oh yeah, I love it. I love watching everybody get so fucking mad. That music's gonna be that alarm clock is going to be so fucking loud in the Odeon. I cannot wait. 
I cannot wait to listen to people groan and bitch. I hope, my hope, one day is that that fucking alarm goes off for a whole match gangster style. <laughs> the It was the only theme for the Ashtabula show that uh, wasn't messed up. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's technically true. Although, uh, I feel like most of Kaplan's music played, somehow Deftones didn't, uh, didn't take a hit from only having mono sound. Uh, but yeah, no, the alarm clock played in all of its glory. Yeah, so I'm really look. I am looking forward to seeing how Members Only does against 9 to 5. And I don't know, like, maybe because we got to see a little bit more of an entrance at the Ashtabula show of how, you know, they they took their time and coming to the ring. So you have to hear that alarm clock yeah. longer. Oh, great. That is great. Like, they're not somebody I'm going to root for, but I appreciate every fucking thing about them. Yeah, man, it's good. I'm just glad that Lewis Linden is not doing that goddamn pirate gimmick anymore. <laughs> like, another, this this show ain't about this, but I'm going to put this fucking over. Uh, him versus Lee Moriarty at old. Fucking great. It was a great match because that dude's a great wrestler. Love Felino Blanco. Great fucking love it. It's great. I hated Captain of the Ship, Lewis Linden. I just, the whole thing, hated all of it. I'm, I'm, Nine to five, Lewis Linden. Love it. I think you're confused. Uh, they're not the same person. Oh, I'm sorry. My mistake. Felino Blanco, Lewis Linden, not the same guy. Same with uh, Lee Moriarty and uh, Lee Mitchell. Yeah, not the same guy. Not the I same mean. guy. Like, they, they looked very similar. I can see where, you, where you're getting confused. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm old. My eyes aren't what they used to be. I understand that. All right, uh, who you got in this match? You know what? I'm going to take the kids. I'm going members only with a weird fucking upset. Because, again, I'm picking who I want to see win, not who I think will win. Okay, that's that's respectful. I always go who I think's going to win, but they, they do each of their own. I'm going a different plan today, Justin. Okay. All my all my picks are who I want to see win, not who I think will win. I'm hmm, I'm going to go nine to five, but I'm wondering if there's a way that uh, members only could pick up a win via maybe a distraction. Maybe there's somebody out there that wants to get some a little bit of revenge on nine to five. There could be. Well, we'll, we'll see if that happens or not. But either way. Uh, this should be a fun, fun one, and uh, good luck to members only on their Odeon debut. Let's move on to the next one. Two Infinity and Beyond versus 40 Acres. All I'm saying is Jocelyn's going to commit some murders. Yeah, this match is going to be good, too. This is something else. So, like, I just talked about how for a long time Lewis Linden was the measuring stick, right? Yeah. Uh, with people... Want to admit the truth or not, the truth is the measuring stick for a tag team around AIW is to infinity and beyond. It just is. It's what it's it's what it is. Uh, it, Colin and Cheech are the fucking measuring stick. Uh, and I am excited to see the kind of match that they can have with Jocelyn and PB because it's different. There's a lot of weird dynamics to this. You know what I mean? There's stylistic mm -hmm. dynamics. There's size dynamics. Uh, it's just, it's very, it's an interesting matchup and I'm excited to see what they pull out of those interesting dynamics. There is good reason why two infinity and beyond are of uh, the measuring stick in AIW, mainly because they've been around for so long together. Their first 
official match in AIW together was AIW charge it to the Underhills. And that was, oh, if I'm correct, that is the debut in Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Yeah, it's the first Mount Carmel show. Yep, that was December 26, 2014. Uh, let's take a quick look and see how many tag teams were left from that show that are still in AIW. To infinity and beyond. That I mean, it's going to be, uh, they, they face the Beaver Boys. Well, they're obviously. Uh, they're dark. That's the dark order, so nope. Yep. Um, oh, shit. There is one. There is oh. one team, but we don't see them enough. So, oh, the fuckets? Yes, the fuckets. Boy, we don't see the fuckets enough. Man, I can't wait to have the fuckets back at some point. Yeah. It was great. But so, man, it's been so long since we've had the fuckets. I don't know if they still count as somebody who's around at AIW. That, they could be around at AIW, but they haven't been. That's why, I mean, I count them, but if we're, let's talk just a volume of matches and how often we see them, the edge has to go to, to infinity beyond the edge shit man there have been there have certainly been more to especially now with the the layoff that fucking uh and and i get why but the the layoff that the fuckets have had during that time i think colin and cheech have been at least colin has been on like fucking everything Mm -hmm. uh that's yeah that's not even yeah it's man it's to infinity and beyond so that's the thing yeah and that's that's why, you know, it was such a big deal that PME had to go through them to get those belts, right? Mm-hmm. It established PME um, because that's what To Infinity and Beyond does. That's who they are. You know, they are they are the fucking measuring stick. And I, again, man, and like when you look on the other side of this match, it's it's no slouch. PB, former tag team champion himself, former absolute champion, uh jocelyn has impressed for a solid year at this point yeah um i made her debut gonna, a year ago yeah it's going to be a fucking banger this is going to be a good match this is the match that people are going to sleep on because there's so much other shit that's like the ones we've talked about already you know what i mean where there's like the the fucking you know the chase oliver m dog fucking match that's bananas and Lee Moriarty having a match. Those are the things that are, that's the shiny thing over here that people are going to pay attention to. This is the match that is going to sleep or be really fucking good. Mm-hmm. One of the things I love about Jocelyn is I feel like she just goes extra hard in a lot of these matches. Yeah. That's why I think she's going to uh, commit some murders. She could. Don't, I mean, but I mean, again, it's Colin and Cheech, man. Rarely do things not turn out their way. That is true. What was the last time they lost a match? Was against PME. There you go. Well, who you got in this match? Again, I am not picking who I think will win. I'm picking who I want to see win, and I want to see Forty Acres pick up the win. Yeah, that's who I think is going to win too. So we both picked Forty Acres. We did. Seems to be a lot of us picking the same people. Well, except for when I want Liam Moriarty to win, and I have to pick against him. But that's a different story. That's your own problem. Let's move on to the next match. Derek Dillinger. Versus Matthew Justice, and most importantly, Ziggy Heim versus Bill Alfonso. I mean, it's not versus, but they're both going to be involved. <laughs> you can be sure of that. And you, what I'm saying is, you know, they're going to have a moment together, going at it. Something it's it's almost got to happen. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. This match, 
This match is going to be a fucking bloodbath. This match is going to be fucking insane. I don't even fucking begin to understand what's going to happen in this. This is a fucking huge deal. This match is a big deal. Uh, and people should be prepared for how hard both of these fucking guys are going to go. Uh, I am very, very fucking excited about this match. Like, this card is fucking really good. You know, I said the the fucking Danhausen show. I was like, this card might be one of the best AIW cards in a very long time. This is on par better than that fucking Danhausen card. Uh, Derek versus Justice is going to fucking, I think it's going to surprise some people. And, I mean, people know what to expect out of each of these dudes. Derek has very recently established himself as a fucking psychopath. And... Matt has been Matt for a long fucking time. There's a lot of combustible elements in this match, Justin. I was going to say Matt's been established as a psychopath for a little bit longer. Yeah. Lots of combustible elements in this match. I uh, Do I think they're going to go off the fucking balcony? Nah, it's been done. But I think there's going to be something in this match that you're like, hey, remember that thing that happened? The way people remember that fucking balcony. Yeah, I definitely don't see the balcony spot necessarily happening again. I'm just saying it doesn't need to. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying, well, it won't happen in this match. I think it has the potential of happening sometime in the future, but like, it's not going to happen anytime soon. And And, and it's going to have to do something different. It's going to, if it did, it'd have to do something different. Yeah. All I'm saying is this match is going to, it's going to, man, I'm just telling you, this match is going to go extra fucking hard, extra fucking hard. And I am, boy. I'm excited to see how hard it fucking goes. Like, these dudes are not going to hold shit back in this match at all. Not even a little fucking bit. Uh, and, you know, the last the last fucking show, it looked like Fonzie broke his goddamn ribs again. Yeah. So, who knows? But that dude's tough as nails. You know he's going to do some fucking dumb shit. He always does. Yeah. Not dumb in a bad. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Like, he's going to do dumb shit. I just mean, like, so Crazy there's shit. like, yeah. Like, I, I regularly will say do dumb shit, not stupid shit, right? Mm-hmm. I love dumb shit. Dumb shit is fucking great. And I'm sure Fonzie's going to do some dumb shit in this match. Uh, Ziggy, I'm sure, will do some dumb shit in this match. This is going to be fucking amazing. Uh, I, I cannot wait. This is, this is going to be really fucking good. I sort of hope, I don't, I don't know what the layout of the card looks like, but I sort of hope this is like the intermission match. Yeah, that would be a good uh, intermission match. It might come later. It might be the fucking co-main event for all I fucking know. Um, oh, that that would be very fitting with both these guys. Like you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't question it. You'd be like, oh yeah, okay, this this makes sense. Fuck yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of places this match could fucking fit in on a card. That ain't. I'm not even worried about it. That's whatever. Mm-hmm. But this this match is so. You've got other matches on this card that are very much like finesse and flips and how good at wrestling people are going to be. And both of these guys are very good at wrestling. Both of these guys are also very good at brawling. Both of these guys are very fucking good at doing just insane shit to each, to, to their opponents. Uh, and, and absorbing a dumb amount of punishment. And I, I don't know. I don't, I, this, this match, I couldn't even tell you who, I don't, I don't know how you would pick a winner in this match. I don't. I, I think it's very evenly matched. Very evenly matched. Well, who do you think is going to bleed first? Derek. Yeah, I think that's... that's I think we he's see. still bleeding from fucking uh, Biggins' cup. Well, he bled at that show, which caused him to bleed at the next show, 
I saw him at OCW and I think he bled at that show, but it wasn't reopening. So I think he broke his nose and he, he bled at this last show too, or both. Did, did he bleed at both? Yeah. He bled at rager. Yeah. And he bled. Did he bleed the night before? Yeah. Okay. And Matt bled at rager and Matt bled at fucking Dan house. Touch evil. Yes. They're both going to bleed, but I think Derek goes first. I think, yeah, I think that's the easy pick that Derek's going to bleed first. He has shown since go for broke this madman that's been inside him and it has linked to a lot of bleeding and something i mean if he keeps this shit up he's gonna have a forehead that looks like abdullah the butcher at some point like <laughs> like fucking dusty roads yeah well i still gotta ask who do you think's gonna win fuck you i can't pick <laughs> uh i can't pick because here's the thing you love my both. whole thing is I'm picking who do I want to win, yeah. <laughs> not who do I think will win. I want them both to fucking win. Uh, fuck, man. <laughs> okay, you hope it turns into some weird run and where it turns into a tag team match where these two gotta have a, they have to fight together. Nah, man, I don't even want that. Nah, I want this to be a fucking, I want this to be a fucking normal no schmas bullshit fucking yeah. match. I want it to be these two. I'll pick, I'll pick Derek. For the one time ever, I pick Matt every fucking time. I pick Derek. I, I, Derek's my pick for this match. I just think his current version of the production is on a trajectory where Derek wins this fucking match. Uh, it is hard to pick. I could give you reasons for Matt, and I can give you reasons for Derek. I'll go Derek on this one. Smart pick. Let's move on to the next match. And this will probably be the match of the night. The most entertaining match you will see. Mance Warner versus Ethan Wright. Stacy, your thoughts. <laughs> so Mance said it was going to be like a WCW Saturday night match. And I mean, that seems accurate. Um, look, man, I've made no bones about the fact that I think Ethan Wright is fucking boring. I, I just do. And here's the thing. I... I get it. I get the whole deal. I I do. I really do. I just want more. I want to see him do more. Like, your fucking heel be a fucking heel. Don't just be boring. Like, talk shit. Do shit. Don't just... Like, sitting in rest holds gets you heat. Sure, it does. You know what else it does? It gets me a chance to go use the fucking bathroom. There's a way that you can make that shit compelling, and you don't do it. And uh, this is an opportunity with a dude like fucking Mance to have a fucking compelling ass match. And you're certainly going to be the heel if you're in the ring against Mance fucking Warner. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think that dude's a bad wrestler. I just think he's painfully fucking boring to watch. Like, I would literally rather watch, like, every other match on this card twice than watch him wrestle based on the shit that he's done. It's nothing personal. I don't think he's a bad wrestler. I just think he's not very compelling. Yeah, I can see the issue with him. I still think there's more there, and hopefully it... I came all the way from the kitchen to say I agree with you. Ethan Wright is totally boring, and I didn't even know who that's who you're talking about, and I know that's who you're talking about. Thanks, Pam, for ha having me uh, up your vocals later. Oh, <laughs> uh, Pamela Barnes, everyone. So, yeah, uh, there's going to be a spot that I got to edit. I just got to make sure I, it doesn't get cut out. Doing work. Making Justin work. Hey, normally when I do work on podcasts, I get paid for it. Well... Welcome to the world of doing your own, motherfucker. <laughs> Ain't nobody paying you. 
I literally you don't get to be you don't get to be too lazy to do your own shit and pay somebody else to do it. It's your own shit. The funny thing is, is I do do more editing on other people's podcasts than I do mine. Oh, I know you do. I, I put in that good work when I get paid for it. So anyways. Yeah. So uh, that that's how entertaining Ethan Wright is. Yeah, dude. And so that's the thing. Again, I don't think the guy is a bad wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I get and I get what he's going for. I get I get his role in all of this, right? I do. I just think there's a way to be more compelling while you do it. And I would love to see him do that. Uh but guess guess who is fucking compelling? Man's fucking Warner. <laughs> guess who has a bunch of charisma? Man's Warner. Uh guess who can wrestle the exact way Ethan Wright wants to wrestle? Mance Warner. Uh, but then he can also get fucking wild. So I don't know. This match will be good, I think. I think it will be very good. Uh, but I would just like to see Ethan Wright like turn it up a notch. Like he doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be over the top, but it has to just seem like you're interested in fucking being there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what the match he's gonna have with Mance. He- so am I. He's Mance Warner is the, the most interesting opponent he's had thus far, stylistically. Oh, who do you got in this match? Or do I even have to really have to ask? Mance Warner. Look, man, if I weren't picking who I wanted to see win and just who I thought was going to win, I would also pick Mance Warner. I pick Mance Warner. Old Mance. Okay. Hear me out. I'm picking Ethan Wright. Of course you are. Well, of course I am. I'm just. Uh, 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 go ahead. Say your piece. <laughs> um. Could this be the show that we finally see it? Something that's been teased, something that's been kind of wanted. I don't want to say it's like an over demanding thing. Like, you know, this is a hundred percent thing that we want. Is this where we see Ethan and the Duke? Man, I got to tell you, a bunch of people have been hung up on that. And I really, truly think that it was just like a little passing thing as part of that Biggins Cup shit. I don't think it was ever something that was supposed to be, and I don't think that it's a thing. But I'll say this. Couldn't hurt to have somebody who can talk with him. I, I see where you're coming from, and I think if this was any other match, uh, or I should say opponent for Ethan Wright, I wouldn't, wouldn't have said it like I wouldn't have said it last show. But for this... Because there's a history with Manson Duke. There's, there's a history with Manson Duke. Maybe Duke's not doing as much for a little while. Right. Well, I mean, one of the Bitcoin boys is out of commission for a minute. Mm-hmm. I could see it. And I see. I see where you're going with this. That's I the. Do. That's the only reason why I'm saying it. Any. Any again, other. Any again, o- I. I don't think it would hurt to give Ethan Wright somebody who could talk. Any other opponent against Ethan Wright, I wouldn't have said it. Any other time frame right now with Ethan Wright on top of it, I wouldn't have said it. But it. It kind of fits here. Normally, I, normally I would pick Manter. But I'm thinking this wild thing, and if, if there was a way to make us hate Ethan Wright more and make us hate the Duke more, is fucking up this match. Well, yeah, there's that. There's there's that. So I, I see the logic. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that it's unfounded. But I just I know for a while I've heard multiple people, seen multiple people saying like, oh, Ethan Wright and the Duke, Ethan Wright and the Duke. And again, I just don't know that that was ever anything more than what it was on that show. You know what I mean? I don't think there was ever this plan to do that. I don't know. Uh, I don't have like the fucking the inside pulse on on that. But it just seems like if that was going to be the thing, it would have been the fucking thing. You know what I mean? And it hasn't. But 
again, I'll reiterate like a broken fucking record. It wouldn't hurt to give Ethan Wright somebody who can talk. 100% agree. Let's uh, move on to the next one. It's the last match that we have announced. We still have the main event to talk about, but Rhino versus Kaplan. Holy shit. This is going to be something stupid. I love it. This is great. Ah, how can you not get excited about this? Literally, when I opened my email that had this match announcement, announcement, I went, oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, I mean, you can picture it already, right? Look at those two. Just picture those two standing in a ring across from each other. And Rhino can still go, you know? Yeah. Rhino is uh Rhino's not Sabu. Rhino's not broken down. He can still go. This is gonna be something. I don't know if Rhino's been in a ring with someone like Kaplan since he was in ECW. You know? Like Rhino has had the benefit of wrestling uh, you know, at the E wrestling uh, you know on 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 television or in bigger indies wrestling against like seasoned guys who give a fuck about themselves <laughs> and now he gets Kaplan oh man this is just the fucking best i hope somebody like shows rhino what kaplan's been doing for the last like 2 months <laughs> prior to this match so that he has an understanding <laughs> Oh, I cannot wait. This is so fucking good. Who do you got in this one? Oh, man, I got Kaplan. I'm going with who I want to see win. I want to see Kaplan win. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Kaplan, too. Yeah, Kaplan rules. This is going to be fucking great. I just can't even... I don't even know what there is to talk about with this. Everybody knows what this match is going to be already. It's just going to be brutality. Like, it's just going to be fucking amazing. I mean, it, it's half the reason why I kind of cut the conversation about it short going into pigs because it's like, yeah, that, we we know what to expect. It's going to be crazy. Fuck yeah. Um, the, who do you think is going to win this madness? Yeah, Kaplan. I'm going Kaplan. Same. All right, let's uh, move into the main event. AIW tag team title match: PME versus the Rip City Shooters. This is the match that uh. We've been waiting for this is where uh, Wes Barkley cashes in. This pays off basically everything the AIW has done in the past year. This pays off go for broke. It pays off the Biggins Cup. This is it. This is the point. This is where the groundwork is set for the reset, so to speak. You know, where it's you, you said it earlier, like things feel like. They, it is back to normal. Come hell on earth. Um, this is this is a big piece leading up to that. It would be very interesting if I guess if Josh and West somehow have all of these fucking belts, right? Yeah. I I say very interesting in not the way that maybe it means. It would be interesting as in like puzzling. Like, what do you do? How do you work back out of that? If if that's the case, right? Because that's two dudes with every title in a company, except, you know, the women's champs down in Orlando, but, uh, all the, all the fucking titles that there are to be had at the moment would be on two guys. Um, I, I don't know. I know this match is going to be good. 
Yeah. Uh, Josh Bishop doesn't have bad matches. Couldn't tell you the last time I saw a bad Josh Bishop match. I saw Josh Bishop wrestle four fucking times in Canton. Every one of them was good. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh has great matches. PME has great matches. Uh, Josh and Philly just had a really fucking good match. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I genuinely don't know how this thing ends. I know how I would like to see it end. Uh, but I I don't know. I at, at this point, at least there's this. There's nobody to like fucking interfere, right? There's no like schmas that can happen. There's no bullshit. It's two dudes versus two dudes in a tag team match. I guess there's Brixter. That's what I, I, was, I was about to ask. We don't know if Brixter's going to be there. I mean, if we go by graphics, he's not on the graphic. Right. But I mean, there's, that's not saying he won't be there. So I guess yeah. that could happen. That could be the thing is like Brixter interferes and now those dudes have all the belts. And then maybe the way that you get out of that is that the belts just go to like fucking Brixter and Wes or whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. It's uh, something. It's it's like you said earlier, this is the end of a long story and we're, we're finally here to, OK, this is what we waited for. Yeah. And picking even just trying to pick a winner is complicated. I know there's what I w- want to see. Right. But I don't think the other side is out of the possibility. Because if I go back to the Chandler Biggins Cup, I had the finals, but I had it going a different way. So did I. Uh, so here's the thing, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm glad I don't know. I like surprises. Surprises are the thing that I love most about wrestling. I love not knowing, right? Like I don't, I never, I tell people all the time. I don't want to know the finish. Don't, don't ever tell me the finish. Yep. Uh, because that's part of the enjoyment for me, right? Like that's what I paid my money for is that surprise, that little bit of like, I don't know what's going to fucking happen. Here, mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I'm interested to see you look, man. So it could go both ways. Like I sometimes try to keep this like a little kayfabe when I'm on here, like, oh, blah, 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 and look at it like from the psychology of how, you know, like, it is without being it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm every bit as interested in this to see how the fuck you walk back out of putting all the gold on those guys if that's what you do. Like, what's the story that gets you back out of that from having something that has the potential to just be painful, boring? You know how do you how do you do that? Yeah. How do you take how do you take all of the belts? So what the fuck is everybody else wrestling for if those two dudes have everything? You know. Um, how do you make that compelling? How do you how do you write your way back out of that? That's pretty fucking like I'm I'm here to see that if that's what it is. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's fucking interesting. I want to see what happens. But like deep down, I fucking love PME being champs and I don't want to see that change. And I think there's a lot of opportunity to have like PME still have a bunch of really fucking cool matches and those belts be on them for even longer, right? Yeah. But there's also the idea that, you know, part of the fun of watching PME is watching them fight to get those belts. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, so I don't know. I don't know how this is going to turn out. It's going to be a good match. I know it is. I have no doubt in my mind this is going to be a fucking excellent match. And I'm excited to see where it goes out of it. I just, boy, I don't know. The only thing that I could think of is, let's say we do give all the titles to Rip City, and we go into the next set of shows, and 
the only thing you could really flip is go, okay, it's no more you're defending both titles and all this kind of stuff. No, you got a tag team match. You got an intense title match. You got an absolute title match. So here's the thing, though, man. I I just don't see that being the thing. Yeah. You know, I I don't. If that was if that was gonna be the thing, it would have been a thing, right? Like those two titles are damn near unified at this point, which is it's whatever. You know what I mean? Like it was wild when it first happened, right? Like when all of a sudden you've got one guy with both belts, and then those belts move to another guy, and I I don't hate that he has both of them. You know what I mean? I think it. Yeah. I think it's fucking great that he has both of them. Honestly, like it it has he. The belts have both elevated him and he has elevated them. And that's a weird thing because it's usually one or the other, you know, but like Josh being the absolute intense champ is a thing that has worked very well. It's weird that there's not a mid card title for everybody else to go after right now. You know, like that, that is a thing that kind of feels missing, but it hasn't like these cards have been stacked enough that it kind of hasn't mattered, you know? That's worked. And so there might be a way to make it work where it's just, you know, everybody's wrestling for a paycheck, I guess, you know, because <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't know. The one thing I could think of um, that it, it does make sense of having, you know, him having both titles, it it makes him look better because he's, he's, he's walking around with two titles. It does. But that's what I mean. Like when I say that, like. He has elevated that while they have elevated him. Mm -hmm. Like all of that has moved to another level with Josh having both of those belts. Both belts feel more important. Josh feels more important. Like that whole piece has worked. I don't know that adding the tag belts to that does anything more than make it just like at what point is he fucking Ultimo Dragon standing there with like 14 titles, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, eh, but, but you know, I like that. I don't know. Yeah, I love that. I don't know because I have I trust that if that's the route that it goes, that it's, you know, these fucking dudes have all of these belts, that there will be a uh, an interesting way that it's worked back out of come the following year, you know, um, starting with hell on earth. Oddly, we'll see. I, I don't know. Oddly enough, too. That the title's getting, I don't want to say unified, but with Justice winning the absolute title while he was intense champion, it did happen a handful of months before COVID, or at least before right. COVID became rapid. And it's it's almost like, I hate saying this, it happened at the perfect time. Sort of, but I also feel like that whole time, like, so one of the biggest things for for me that, like, I think took a hit from COVID. I mean, everything, obviously like COVID was off. 2020 was off, but like, I, I feel like we missed out on a lot of shit with Matt having both of those belts. Yeah. You know, it kind of went, he won them at hell on earth. And then there was the December show. There was February. And then there were the two Indiana shows, right? Yeah. And it moves to Josh. Uh, and that's and it's fine, but I, I feel like there was, you know, there was shit left on the table there that there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just you you move on with the Josh piece. And that's cool. I, I dig it. I do. I really do. Um, But I, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you go out of this either way. 
And I, I guess I like that, that I don't. Well, who do you got? I mean, so this whole show, I've picked who I want to see win, not who I think is going to win. Uh, I, I pick PME. PME is who I want to see. Win. I, I agree. That's who I, th- I don't even want to say for this one as who I think is going to win. Cause some of the other matches, it's kind of how I think everything could go, but this, it, it 100% could go either way. And I, I, before I forget, I do have a correction from what I said earlier. I said I had the finals. I forgot I did have PB in the finals, but Wes getting there did make sense to me. Mm. So, but I, I had it wrong. Yeah, I had my, I think I didn't. I know I had Derek in the finals. I don't remember who the other person was. I don't know if I had Wes, but I look at this the same way. I have who I want to win and that's PME, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes the other way with the rip city shooters. I am very, I would very much not be shocked if it goes the other way. Um, I just, and uh, again, I, it's very, I am very interested to see, uh, how you, how you move forward with that. And that's the goal, right? Keep people interested. And I hope it does because it has the potential to be really fucking boring. I don't think it will be, but like it's a whole lot of everything around two three dudes but two i mean there's two involved in the match you know yeah um you could free like i said the only thing i could think of is you freebird them fucking belts uh with brickster and and wes yeah you know and that i guess that does make it a little more interesting you know i mean at least there's another another person Mm -hmm. um involved uh it means josh isn't like just either just wrestling a tag match or just wrestling a singles match or having to do doing two matches a night, you know, like, I don't know. And again, the, the, the whole thing of like PME chasing the titles is fun. It's fun to watch. It is. But I also kind of like the dynamic of like having like the PME are like the, the only like pure fucking baby faces. You know what I mean? Like nobody else is that maybe Lee, <laughs> Lee might be that baby face. But like those dudes are just a hundred percent babyface, and I kind of like having a babyface champ to offset some of the other shit, you know? Yeah, we'll see. Friday, people, get your ass to the Odeon. Watch on IWTV. It's uh, it's pivotal. The next time AIW is going to be at the Odeon, there could be snow on the ground. There sure fucking could. There sure could. As a matter of fact, Goldstein was talking about they were trying to decide which show they were going to go to, Hell on Earth or the December show. And I was like, well, there's a way better chance that there's going to be like snow and bullshit in December than there is. I mean, it could be there, Hell on Earth. Yeah, I was about to say there could be some bullshit on that day, too. There could be, but the odds are lower, way lower. Yeah, we are definitely getting into snow season as summer ends. Welcome to Ohio. Immediately, you have to fucking look snow in the fucking eye <laughs> it's labor day let's talk about how it's gonna snow soon yeah we, we barely got into fall weather and <laughs> we're already talking about snow we haven't gotten to fall weather it's not even here yet it's still summer we've there's at least been a couple days where i've been at work where it felt fall-ish oh i have not i have not felt one day that felt fall-ish there's not been one. Oh, i'm saying fall-ish as like i'm not when I'm outside, I'm not fucking sweating buckets. Oh, well, that's not fall. Where, where it's like a nice, cool breeze and everything. Yeah, that's that's why I said fall-ish, too. If there's one thing you can count on on Wrestling Cheers, 
is that at some point it turns into a weather podcast. <laughs> that is very true. I used to do weather reports for the Menor Show. It's an unfortunate reality of Northeast Ohio. Live here long enough and you know the hell that's coming. Summer, 90 degrees, sweating buckets, 100% humidity. Winter, two feet of snow. Dig a tunnel. Like, All right, uh, that's uh, pretty much it. Once again, come out to Sunny Days this Friday at the Odeon, 7.30 bell time. Uh, if you don't catch the trend from every other show that AIW's done, as long as I've been a fan, doors open an hour before bell time, so that means doors should open around 6.30. And of course, if you can't come to the show for whatever reason, and or you're, you know, you're just too far away, you can always watch AIW on IWTV. Watch this $10. show. Yeah. Watch this show live. Go back and watch a bunch of other shows in the archives. Go definitely do that. If you're listening to this later on after the show, well, go on to IWTV and watch the show uh, in the archives. Man, there's so many AIW shows from like the last five years on IWTV that you can just go back through and watch amazing shit that has happened in the last five years. And then if you get bored with that, there are like, I don't know, 50 other promotions on there. More, maybe. $10 is all that shit costs. All right. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Ah, man. I mean, people know what the fuck I do. I don't know. It's super, it's super fantastic. It's still summer. I'm still saying it's summer. Summer camp series is going to end this month uh, while it's still summer with the fucking burning. If you've never seen the burning, I think it's on YouTube or Tubi. Uh, it's on there. Watch it. It's fucking great. Jason Alexander in a fucking summer camp slasher movie. It's really fucking good. Uh, and me and Austin from the Grift podcast are going to talk about that motherfucker. And then uh, there might be a break and there might not be shows for a minute. Uh, Ed and I are at some point going to close out Chantastic and start something new. Uh, and that's that's going to happen, too. Uh, but uh, outside of that, yeah, I'm on Twitter. Stacy Silvers. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter. Super fancastic. So. And of course, you can find myself at J Summers 330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I mentioned earlier in this show, please rate, review, and subscribe your ever listen to this fine podcast. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. And all of those links you can find right in the podcast notes in our Linktree link. Also, check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, The Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcasting friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Let the Hate Flow Through You. Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The Indie Cast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Gay Marks Podcast, We Like Sports Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, 
doing the favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, At Odds With Wrestling, Best In The World Podcast, Marks With Mikes, Marnie and Sarah Love Wrestling, This Ends At Prom, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as Thirst Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Co-host Wrestling Show, Good Company, Heart of Gold, Toy Hio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when we're taking pictures back at your hotel room. Later. It's the wrestling cheers. Get up on your feet. Brighten in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max, signing off Ohio, Good night. The world, Good night. We love you, we'll see you next week